Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets. I'm Coach Cheryl, and I'm here to bring you guys your tips, tics, <laughs> tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you guys on your fitness journey. Um, and today's episode is is one that actually I just kind of feel like it's important to talk about. Um, it's kind of like the elephant in the room when it comes to talking about nutrition and talking about diets in general. And there's this whole like huge divide between like the people that are like, oh, you know, self care, self love, like eat, you know, love your body how it is, and you know, eating intuitively and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then the other one that's like the diet culture. So you've got like this huge divide between people that are like, Hey, you should be healthier. And Hey, like you should just accept how things are. And I just think that there's, there's just gotta be a better way. Like there's gotta be a better way to kind of realize that it's not one or the other. They kind of should somehow end up making us all the best human beings possible, optimizing our ability to, to be our best selves. And that, nutrition is just a piece of who we are and training is just a piece of who we are unless it is your full-time job, you know? So it's like the whole reason I wanted to kind of talk about this is because somebody was recently triggered. I would like to saw quote unquote triggered by, well, they responded to a post that I made on Reddit and you know, they, they were a little bit like, I hope you know what you're doing, throwing out nutrition advice. By the way, I didn't throw out any nutrition advice. I literally asked a question. I was on a CrossFit based Reddit post and I said, Hey, I'm putting together some content for my podcast, and I'm just trying to see what a lot of you guys out there really struggle with in terms of nutrition. Um, do you have a hard time with motivation? Do you have a hard time knowing what to eat? Do you have a hard time, you know, like, where do you struggle? Do you just not really even know what you should be changing in your nutrition? Are you happy with where you're at with your nutrition? Just kind of trying to figure out, you know, where people are, because it's something that I'm very passionate about, right, is getting people to understand that you should have a foundation of understanding of nutrition and that it should not require any serious or crazy diets to get you to look and feel your best. That at the end of the day, what you put in your body should be making you feel awesome. And you should not feel bad from a mental perspective or a physical perspective. And, and so that was my main post. And, you know, she had kind of written back like, Oh, there's so many people out there like throwing this bro science and yada, yada, yada. And she kind of was like, I hope you know what you're doing as somebody with an eating disorder. Like, I think it's so frustrating that people put this diet advice out there and trying to get women to cut calories and cut insert do these fasting protocols and intermittent fasting and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I've never even said any of that. Like never did I mention any of that stuff, by the way, if she even knew who I was, because y'all know who I am, that's the exact opposite of what I do. But regardless, she's entitled to her opinion and I'm also entitled to mine. And so I just thought it would be a really good idea for me to kind of really break this down because it's something that we all have to understand. It is part of our society. Dieting is part of our society. There's there's so many things out there. And my goal is honestly to give you guys a more science-based look at nutrition. So it's not just about like, how do I lose weight in 10 or how do I lose this 10 pounds fast? Like we've got to be looking at things outside of just that. So today's episode might not keep your interest. Hopefully it does. But I just want to talk about this whole concept of like being triggered by diet culture and and trying to figure out how to like stop looking at food like it's only for one purpose, which is weight loss. So if this episode resonates with you, please share that with me because this episode is fully something that I literally went live last night in my Facebook group and talked about because I was like, this this like is serious to me because if you knew my history, you would know how important like understanding the concepts of nutrition are to me and looking at it from more than just a weight loss perspective. So, um, so if this resonate, if this episode resonates with you, please share that with me, like shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. Um, and if you have more to add to it, definitely would love to have a conversation with you as well. So 
always feel free to reach out to me. Um, so first things first, let's just kind of talk about this whole disordered eating, eating disorder mindset. And I, and I see this a lot in Facebook groups is somebody will ask for advice, somebody that might be overweight and they're in this group and they're like, Hey, you know, I'm, I just started CrossFit and I'm looking for a way to dial in my nutrition. Um, some of my friends recommended keto, yada, yada, yada. And people start just throwing shit at the wall at this person. Right. And it's just, it's part of it. People don't know what to say. So they just throw it, whatever everybody else sees on social media. Um, and there'll be some random post that comes up. I wish you would not talk about losing weight in this Facebook group because I have an eating disorder and this triggers me. Okay. First things first. All right. So I'm going to give you guys a small little snippet of my history. Um, at 19 years old, I had kind of grown up in a certain American diet, a little bit lower middle class. So we didn't have a lot of money. We relied a lot on convenience foods, which was a lot of high calorie stuff. Um, macaroni and cheese are, you know, our dessert for like little Debbie snacks. And if we could afford those. Um, but anyways, like I grew up eating very unhealthy and I was active. I was an athlete, but so I could kind of maintain my weight, you know, eating unhealthy. But then when I actually went to college and I was not working out as much with training, um, and I was drinking more than I should have been underage, um, and working a ton, I was putting on weight and I was getting depressed. And I was also in a very, 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 very rough patch in my life. And so I started to work on my fitness, my health. And this is going to give you like, if you want the whole episode, there's a whole episode on this back in the, back in the, back in the day, I'll send that to you guys. Um, or I'll put it in the show notes here. Um, but I developed, I started to develop a healthy eating, uh, healthier eating routine. So I started actually dialing my nutrition, um, but if you understood, so I think people focus on nutrition, eating disorder, that nutrition and, and losing weight is the eating disorder. And in reality, it's not like in reality that eating disorders are kind of, it's almost like, I, I don't want to put it in the same scope of like drug addiction or alcoholism, but in a way it kind of, a lot of times serves the same purpose. It's a way to kind of like maybe avoid dealing with some things or some uncomfortable feelings or to numb yourself or to focus on something else and you can control something. And that's what nutrition became for me for a long time. I was depressed. Like I said, I was in an abusive relationship. I was losing my grandmother and I also was losing myself. And um, what started off as a healthy plan ended up being, oh, I know how to make myself just eat hardly anything. Lost my appetite. I was literally moving as much as I possibly could throughout the day from like sun to sundown. Um, and it was a really rough time in my life. And I don't want to make this episode about that, but I wanted to kind of touch base on the fact that I have been through that. And it took me six years to be almost dead, to get to the hospital, to say, Hey, it's time to really get this fixed. And that was when I was like, this is my passion because all I wanted at that point, the entire six years was not to learn how to eat a fucking Oreo. I just wanted to be able to eat more chicken. Like I wanted somebody to tell me like it was okay to eat a little bit more sweet potato or chicken. So why I'm mentioning this to you is because this woman talks about like having an eating disorder and how it's triggering. So when I left treatment, they basically told me that I should never step foot in a gym again. Um, I should not buy magazines. I should do all these things to avoid anything that would cause me to relapse. And I'm going to be honest, that was the dumbest fucking advice ever. Okay. Because if I had done that, I would have never achieved all the things I've achieved. I love fitness. I knew that when I started my fitness journey, that I loved the way I felt and I was passionate about sharing that with others. I got a, I got a, you know, I went, I changed my profession. I got into personal training. I did all these things. I loved fitness. I wanted to understand why I was so like consumed 
with like being afraid of eating and had nothing to do with the food. So the reason I'm bringing this all up is that this girl or man, it could have been a guy actually, um, you know, talking about being triggered by, you know, being in an eating disorder and we should be posting about fat loss in the Facebook groups. Listen, you're going to have to toughen up your skin. And I say that with empathy because there's a lot of things in my life that trigger me and I might see something and it might trigger me. So for instance, I, there was a CrossFit athlete, uh, about a year ago, I saw who had transformed or transitioned from CrossFit into bodybuilding. And I'm not even going to mention names because I honestly fully ha- have full respect for her. Nothing bad. She didn't, she didn't do anything. I don't blame her, but looking at her transformation had somewhat triggered me, but it's not right for me to go to her and be like, Hey, don't post your photos because they're triggering me. Like we have to understand, we have to take responsibility for ourselves. If you're going to be in a CrossFit community where people do go there to lose weight, to get healthier, to get fitter, all of these things, you're going to have to realize you're going to be exposed to that. There's going to be challenges where they tell you to cut shit out of your diet. There's going to be all those things. You have to realize that it's part of the culture you're living in. And if you are not comfortable with that, then maybe you do need to be an abstainer. But I'll be honest, I think you need to learn how to build up what's called desensitization to those things. And that's essentially what I've done. You know, I, my whole world is built on what impact as my shirt says is built on helping people fix their relationship with food, learn how to lose weight without freaking crash dieting and learn how to eventually work into maintenance and not have to worry about it, how to be intuitive. That is my passion, my goal. And and what I'm very, very, very like my whole day when I am not training, I am consumed by that right now. I'm recording this on a Sunday, typically on Saturday and Sunday. All I do is think about what do I need to get you guys to understand? So what I want you guys to understand from that whole long rant is we've got to learn to toughen up our skin and vice versa. Even if you are somebody who doesn't have a quote unquote eating disorder, if things trigger you, when people talk about weight and things like that, you're going to have to recognize that your reaction to that is your, your, you need to control that. You can remove yourself from the situation, but also understand that a lot of times things are not meant to be directed towards us, that we take them personally. So the number one thing that I want you guys to get out of that is that you got to learn how to just toughen up your skin a little bit. And it, it does take practice. It does. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee, guys. Man, there is nothing better than my, my coffee. I love you some coffee. <laughs> um, all right. So now that I got that out of the way, because that was the main thing that really triggered me, is that I just think there's this, made, this big thing about, like, we should have to censor ourselves because there's sensitive people out there. We shouldn't. Um, is understanding that nutrition is not just about losing weight plain and simple um you should be eating even if you're not trying to lose weight fair statement in fact you're probably eating more if you're not trying to lose weight but there is this big divide or this big misconception that the only people that should really focus on their nutrition are ones that need to lose weight and that that's usually not the problem cuz the weight gain comes from something weight loss comes from something. Um, and other things come from not having a healthy nutrition plan, right? If we're not eating enough protein, we're probably not going to be building enough muscle. We're not going to be in the response from our training for muscle building. Um, if we're not getting in enough carbohydrates or enough fats, we might be seeing changes in our skin and our hair and our nails. Um, we might not be feeling as good in our workout. So nutrition is not just about getting smaller. A lot of the population that I work with are, five, 10, 20, 50 pounds overweight, and they do need to lose weight. And 
honestly, sometimes it's just needing to understand how to eat better, but it's not meant to be this temporary diet. And that's what I teach. And that's why I, I really do shy away from people doing the more extreme measures of things like fasting and keto, because unless you're planning on doing that for the rest of your life, which some people might, there are people that live that lifestyle. Why do it? Like, why would you do that? Because it doesn't make sense for you to do that long-term. So my main goal is, well, the person's main goal might be Cheryl. I want you to help me lose 20 pounds. But my main goal is like, I want you to learn how to maintain that for life. And that means you have to learn how to eat. And as I already talked to you guys about my journey with, you know, eating disorders and all these things, I wish that I could go back to being 15, 16 years old and somebody actually teach me about calories and macros and food quality, because maybe I would have never done that. Maybe when I was three, four or five years old, had I been exposed to building a, a plate with protein, carbs, and fats, like maybe I wouldn't have just had a plate of pasta with, with, see, with cheese and sauce on it, you know, or macaroni and cheese for dinner. Like I would have eaten very differently. I would have understood portions differently, but we weren't taught that we, I mean, I'm going to be honest. It was so fucking dumb. You got this big ass pyramid and it was like six to 11 servings of grains. And it was like, I think, what was it? Fruit and vegetables next thing. I freaking remember. And then I think like the, one of the last ones up there was protein but six to 11 servings, that's like double. Like, am I six or am I 11? Like, which one am I? And, and what am I just eating bread? Like, how do I make meals out of this? It was just so dumb. Right. So I think back, if somebody had taught me about this, like how much different would my life have been, which granted, I always tell you guys, I don't have any regrets. And in fact, I have no problem talking about my eating disorder because it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. I am a stronger person for everything that I went through in my life. And that was probably one of the hardest things I went through in my life and brings tears to my eyes just thinking about it, but I overcame it and here I am and I'm spreading this word with you guys. And that's why I know I'm super triggered by this person because she or he does not understand how much this means to me to be able to share this with you guys. So I want to teach people how to eat. I want to show them. Now she mentioned the term bro science. Okay. So I'm going to be honest of all the people out there to follow and listen to the bro science people are probably the smartest people because a lot of them do have a very scientific approach to what they're doing. They are extremely calculated. Now, am I saying that you should all go out there and trying to go do a bodybuilding show and get stage lean? Absolutely not. But they understand nutrition probably better than most people out there. They don't, most of them, I would say, don't follow any specific dietary protocol. They follow usually a meal plan, but that meal plan is created by somebody with calories and macros in mind. And they have a, a template they follow. They follow macros. They follow calories and macros. And they adjust off that. So when it comes to the bro science, okay, I want you guys to understand that we can have a science-based approach to nutrition, or we can have a throw shit at the wall and see what sticks approach to nutrition. And these usually come in cycles or fads, just like clothes and shoes. And it all comes down to the same science, calories and macros. That's really what it comes down to. But they try and throw other fancy terminology at everybody about, you know, ketones and about, you know, cell autophagy and all this, you know, all this shit, right? Like digestion and none of it matters as much as calories, macros, and micros. Those three things, okay? 
quality matters because that's where you're going to get your micros from. Macros matter. That's going to get your balance for your needs. Calories matter for maintaining your body weight. That's it. It's that fucking simple. Now, how you do that, how you get those things in check for you is what's so cool is that it's, it's personalized. But there is no diet out there that you have to follow. If you prefer less carbs, you don't have to call it keto. You can just eat less carbs. Like if you like higher fat foods, then cut your carbs back. And it's not a diet per se. So the other thing that I want to talk to you guys about is, is how this woman mentioned like bro science. Okay. When it comes to nutrition, that is what matters. Calories, macros, micros. That's simple. We could throw some other things, water, fiber, but I really want to call that the micros in there as well. So when I go into this group and I'm talking about nutrition, things, context, I'm looking for more specific things. Like, do you need help understanding the meal timing piece of it? Do you need help understanding the, the, you know, breakdown of your meals? If, if how to, how to build a meal, are you looking for, well, for a lot of these people, it was honestly, it was motivation to stay on track on the weekends, which just comes down to mindset stuff, which we can go over a whole nother of that. But the truth is that we should be learning how to eat. So I know this episode kind of got off on a little bit of a rant because it's really all this episode was meant to be was a little bit of a rant because number one, people have to understand that we can't censor our environment. We can only censor our reaction to it. So don't get so triggered by things, especially when you don't even understand it. Number two is like nutrition is not just for weight loss. You can optimize nutrition for fixing hormone problems, for performing better, for building muscle, for sleeping better, for fixing gut health, like all these different things that we can be doing to work on your nutrition. And it starts with the same basic principles. And then from there it's tweaking. So I just wanted to kind of put this episode out there because it was something that really, really, really resonated and hit me hard last night. And I know that like a lot of people out there might see calories and macros as just another fat. And it's just another, a way for people to get restrictive on things, which honestly, I'm going to have to go down another rabbit hole. Now. I'm not done. I feel like I was done, but I'm not done. Um, but it's not, it's not this thing. Now that was the other thing that I know that I wanted to mention. And I just kind of popped up before I kind of close out is calories and macros are the science-based look at your nutrition, right? Every food has calories and macros. Every nutrition label has the calories and macros and the fiber and the sugar, yada, yada, yada. Um, but tracking your calories, tracking your macros and being in, tra- in check with those things is a tool for optimization, right? So we can use that to optimize how we look, how we feel, how we perform, all of those things. We can, we can pinpoint things that might need to change to improve our nutrition, to improve our life, right? We can add fiber, we can, we can take out fiber, we can add more protein and we can adjust things based on what our body needs. It becomes a really easy way for you to accurately assess what needs to change in your diet. However, it is a tool and that the majority of people should not plan on tracking calories and macros for the rest of their life. I mean, we should all be learning from using those tools. I've been reading a nutrition label since I was 19 years old. So I don't have to read a nutrition label to tell you how much carbs are in 85 grams of green beans because I've done that long enough. I don't have, I don't have to get, I don't have to tell you about how much protein is in three ounces of chicken because I've done that for a long time. I've done all of those things. I've done all the homework. 
And the goal is that people that do it, the longer you do it, the less you're going to have to do it. And it makes it so much easier. So, but just like any tool, it can be, it can be abused, right? I I went and told you guys about my own struggles, you know, and I can talk to you about how abandoning that tool actually threw me into an eating disorder the opposite way, taking a sip of my coffee. Okay. So as I finish, I find my last little tip that I want to talk to you guys about today is tools misapplied are the problem. It's not the tool that's the problem. So with calories and macros, yeah, surely if you are severely limiting your calories and macros, you are misusing the tools if it is making you unhealthy, if it is leading you into an eating disorder behavior. That is the part of the eating disorders that people don't understand that they focus so much on. The tool is the problem. It's how you're using the tool that is the problem. A tool put in the wrong hands is the problem. But it really comes down to understanding why are you using that tool that way? If calorie tracking and macro tracking triggers you to get controlling, what are you avoiding in your life? Or what are you hiding from? Or what are you trying to control in your life that you're avoiding dealing with? Because when you can pinpoint that, you can take control of your nutrition with calories and macros. Calories and macros is the one thing that actually kept me from relapsing. And here's why. Because when I walked away from calorie tracking after treatment and they like threw crazy, might as well been, it was, it was, it was another way of tracking calories and macros. It was a diabetic exchange system. I was supposed to have this many proteins. It was the same fucking thing, which without a food scale and obviously being able to eat out and relax every once in a while it was the same freaking principles. Um, just obviously not in a calorie deficit. Right. Uh, but when I walked away from all that and I went into paleo, I'm like, oh, awesome. I can eat as much as I want and not gain weight because it doesn't affect my insulin. Uh, it's like I was overeating like crazy just because I could, because I was convincing myself, you know, I mean, tell me six years of being anorexic, you tell a girl that she could eat whatever she wants. And she's not going to gain weight. I'm going to buy that program. And I did. And I gained a bunch of weight back and I was unhappy and I started to get uncomfortable in my skin. And I could have went down the rabbit hole again, you know? So, but the mis- misuse of tools is, is the problem. It's not. And that's where I ended up getting back on track with calories and macros and actually learning how to reverse, how to eat more. And that's when I learned the power of calories and macro tracking, not from that perspective. Nobody ever taught me that. Nobody ever taught me when I was trying to lose weight, when I was 19, how to take calorie deficit and bring it back up to calorie maintenance. I just assumed that if I brought calories up, I was going to gain weight. So I finally learned that. And it's something that I'm super passionate about teaching people as well, you know, because even diets are misapplied. You know, people try to use crash diets, you know, for short little 20, 30 nutrition challenges. Those aren't meant to be done for 30 days. They're meant to be the start. They're not meant to be like the finish line. It's not A to B in 30 days. It's, this is the start of your new journey, but people don't use them that way. They use them as a 30 day challenge and that's it. So if you want to get better results, stop doing the challenges, right? Just write that down write that down so 30 days versus start i gotta just make that note for myself because i'm always about what i gotta tell you guys anyways so yeah i mean i was a little bit of a last minute call uh talk about that so anyways guys i am uh super excited for a lot of cool things coming up um gonna be introducing a couple of new members to my team and uh, a couple of other new things coming down the pipeline Um, I am also going to be sharing a little bit more about my own personal journey right now. 
Um, and I'm going to save that for a little bit of ep- episode short. So we're going to be doing some Fit Body Secret shorts. So kind of giving you guys a little little nugget throughout the week. So um, stay tuned for all that kind of stuff. But uh, as always, guys, like I said in the beginning, if this, if this episode was interesting, resonate with you, or even if it sucked, <laughs> um, as I know, I obviously tend to ramble, ramble on the rant a lot. Uh, just let me know. Shoot me a message. Shoot me a DM. I would love to hear from you guys. Talk to you all soon.